Well, again, this is Dorothy. On page 417, I have it highlighted. And, you know, the thing we're talking about was acceptance was the answer. And there's so many things in this. It says, at last, acceptance proved to be the key to my drinking problem. Acceptance is the answer to all my problems today. When I am disturbed, it is because I find some person place, thing, or situation, some fact of my life unacceptable to me, and I can find no serenity until I accept that person, place, thing, or situation as being exactly the way it is supposed to be at this moment. Nothing, absolutely nothing, happens in God's world by mistake. Until I could accept my alcoholism, I could not stay sober unless I accept life completely on life's terms. I cannot be happy. I need to concentrate not so much on what needs to be changed in the world as on what needs to be changed in me and in my attitudes. Well, I read that particular paragraph in different ways because I believe, absolutely believe, that nothing, absolutely nothing happens in God's world by mistake. I don't even have to say until I could accept my alcoholism. I have to accept the fact that things happen or have happened in my life that would normally when I was drinking would make me drink more and I did drink more not so much the last few losses and grief that I've gone through I knew from way back that I was going to be a widow I didn't know I was going to be a widow so young I mean to me 59 is young to mm. be a widow but I'm grateful to God that my husband passed away first because we knew that the next loss we were going to have was my daughter Nancy. And she had a fatal disease that was running rampant in those days in the 80s. I couldn't tell anybody about it mm -hmm. but because I knew it was going to happen. It was just all sexually passed on. And uh, it wasn't her fault. I don't know whether she gave it to him or he gave it to her. It's not important. They both died of this disease. And my husband probably wouldn't be able to take that. He wasn't as strong mm -hmm. as I was. Mm -hmm. And she died in 1995 at the age of 35. And I thought, oh, my God, how can I get through this? But I did, because I do have a strong faith. And then in, let's see, 2006, we all watched my son Steve drink himself to death because every time he went into the emergency room after he went back out for the last time, so, so many times that he would end up in the emergency room, and I'm surmising this, mm -hmm. 
he'd get another antibiotic and it kills all the natural flora in your gut. And he died of it. You lose your colon. And uh, we watched him do that and had to turn off the respite. He died in 2008, a week away from being 44. And that was another loss. I thought, how am I going to handle this? Mm-hmm. And then, lo and behold, my oldest son, who was not a drinker, he loved music and he used to go. He loved Zydeco. And he traveled to Louisiana and they traveled up to Pennsylvania, to Philadelphia, a lot of Zydeco. Buckwheat mm-hmm. Zydeco was a personal yeah. friend of his. Wow. And he was an, an RN and his wife was an RN. And she said to him, Peter, you need to go get a sleep study. You are snoring so bad I can't even be in the same room with you. And like I say, they were both nurses. And she knew what she was talking about. And so shortly after that, he said, no, I'm not going to wear one of those masks. And he came down to Tulsa here by himself, and he saw his brothers and sisters and he said, well, at that point, Steve was already gone. But he saw his nieces and nephews, his grandnieces and nephews, had a wonderful time. And he said, Mom, I had so much fun. He even saw people, friends of here that when he was here for five years, he tried out Oklahoma for five years and <laughs> had to go back. The music was not here yet. Mm-hmm. And he loved the concerts. So he went back. And it was about a month later, it was December the 15th that he died, but he took a nap before he went to work at the hospital. And he was going to get up and take a shower Mm -hmm. and go to work. And his wife worked nights too, so they said goodbye and they said, see you in the morning. I'm going to take a nap first and then take a shower. And he never woke up from the nap. He had his hands pressed against his cheek. He never even moved in the same position. He died of untreated sleep apnea. And uh, Sundays, that was a Saturday that his wife came home, I think, and found, no, Sunday morning she came home and found him. And, And the machine was blinking and it was nursing service saying, Peter, where are you? You were supposed to be here at 11. And when she went upstairs, she knew exactly what she was going to find. So I went to the movies. I used to roam on Sundays. That was my roaming day. I would go out by myself. I would go to the movies. I would go to movies around here. And I would just, I wanted to have a day to myself. Mm -hmm. And I would roam all over. Well, I roamed, but about 2 o'clock in the afternoon, I went home. And all my children were in my kitchen children from uh, Oklahoma and to tell me the news that Peter passed away in his sleep and I thought how this man was a good man he never drank that much and yet he died of a disease that somebody you didn't have to you don't have to die of sleep apnea if you do what's right you know for you and uh, that was hard to take, and he was, uh, he died on the same day as, as his father did in December. 
and they were both the same age, 62. And uh, that was hard. And if I didn't have this chapter to tell me that nothing, absolutely nothing happens in God's world by mistake. And I can't question God. I don't question God. Maybe you can. I don't. And uh, I'm here for some reason. I don't know why. I'll be 92, and I'm in pretty darn good health. I forget what I go into a room for, and I say, what in God's name did I come in here for? Or where did I put this? Or where did I put that? But I think my good friend Dan tells me that that's a normal kind of aging it comes back to you right yeah. away after that. So that is a chapter that I highlighted a long, highlighted a long time ago because God's the one that calls the shots, mm-hmm. not anybody else. And I gotta take His decisions as His and not mine. And not takes a lot of faith to believe that you have nothing, no control yeah. over anything except what you do. Acceptance is the answer to all our problems, all my problems today. When he says there's no mistakes in God's world, it's almost like there's another world besides God's world. Or is he just making a statement that nothing happens by mistake in God's world and God encompasses it all? But who is he? The the writer. The human. Yeah, the human that wrote this book. Right. And he probably doesn't know. No, either. No, either. Mm -hmm. And, you know, your God is maybe not the same as my God, Mm -hmm. but it's a divine person. We all know people that don't believe in the same uh, religion or faith. Sure. But to me, that doesn't matter. It's an almighty something. Something greater than myself. Absolutely. 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 A higher power. Yeah. Absolutely. It it, it is one, I think the discussion is about one world, the same world, Mm -hmm. under a higher power. I don't think he's referring to two different worlds. I think he's talking about our higher power being in control of everything, is my perception. Okay. But we all have a higher power if we want to get sober. Absolutely. And live a good life. But mine may have a different name than yours. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I love and respect, I've always, and I know he's still alive, Dalai Lama. Oh, sure. I think he's a marvelous man. He's been on television Mm -hmm. with Billy Graham. He's another one Mm -hmm. I love. They all know the answers. We don't. Dalai Lama's still alive. There is a program that we watched very recently, and it is a reunion of the Dalai Lama and Desmond Tutu. Gosh. And it's the, I want to say, the sixth time that they have met in their lives. But they are so close and so intimate with each other. I mean, they're sitting here side by side and they're patting each other on the hand and they're calling each other names. I mean, they just they just have this mm-hmm. kinship yeah. and this friendship and this outward love for each other Mm -hmm. and they believe on totally different ends of the spectrum but they respect each other and neither of them says well i'm right you're wrong Mm -hmm. 
never even comes into the conversation. Mm -hmm. And when the Dalai Lama is explaining his belief, Desmond Tutu is sitting there listening intently. Mm-hmm. And when Tutu is explaining his, the Dalai Lama is sitting there looking right at him, mm-hmm. listening intently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What can I learn? I don't know if you've read Living Buddha, Living Christ. Oh, I think I've heard of it. And it has the sayings of Jesus and the Buddha. They're saying yeah. the same thing. Uh, mm-hmm. Every page is just amazing to me. You know, I've, I've been alive long enough to know, not personally, but to have all the different popes. Mm-hmm. And this pope that we have now, is Pope Francis, Francis, is closer to what I believe than mm-hmm. any any of the others uh, yeah. that I might say. I agree with you. He's not taking anything from anybody. No, he's not. Yeah. And he's making people upset. Yes, he is. <laughs> But I believe he's right on. Yeah, I do too. I was born a Catholic. Right. And I will remain a Catholic, but I admire other religions Mm -hmm. that live decent lives according to their religion. We're all, the older I get, the more I realize that we're just all one, one God. That's part of the acceptance, though. Yeah, it is. Mm -hmm. Acceptance is the answer. I can accept your beliefs. Mm hmm. And I ask you to accept my beliefs beliefs. because we both have two different minds and two different life experiences. I mean, sitting here in the room, three different life experiences. And you kids are 10 years apart and I'm in diapers. (laughs) I mean, and so our experiences, I mean, even 10 years difference in age is a big difference. Yeah. And then you toss 17 years younger on top of that. And that's a world of difference. Mm-hmm. We grew up in different worlds, and yet we're sitting here in the same room talking about spirituality. Yep. Yes. Yeah. And acceptance, mm-hmm. and we all accept each other's beliefs and yeah. life experience. Dorothy, thank you so much. You are so welcome. This has been a production of Children of Chaos.net, and we invite you to share your thoughts with us via email to comments at Children of Chaos.net. Children of Chaos is a forum to discuss topics related to and in concert with addiction and recovery in America, is not affiliated with, endorsed, or financed by any recovery or treatment program, organization, or institution. Any views, thoughts, or opinions expressed by an individual in this venue are solely that of the individual and do not reflect the views, policies, or position of any specific recovery-based entity or organization.